0: Hi, friends. Welcome to the High Friend Podcast. My name is Sarah, and this is a podcast I started with my best friend, Kaylee, to share our perspectives of navigating the mysterious, exciting, and sometimes daunting journey of being single women in our 30s, living into our dreams, figuring things out as we go, and celebrating the beauty through it all. As life enters a new season for both of us, We hope this will be a space where you get to experience freedom to live the life you were created for and deep joy to delight in the journey along the way by inviting you to listen in on our conversations through sharing my stories and by adding new friends to the mix as well. I'm so excited you're here and I can't wait to create and live out our most beautiful lives together. Hi friends. Good morning. This is definitely the earliest that I have ever recorded a podcast. It is currently six thirty in the morning. I am out in the desert with a couple of my girlfriends, Tara and Katie. And I know I'm a day late on this podcast, but I have just really been wanting to stay in in integrity with myself and be as consistent as possible with posting once a week. And so this week was just a, a little hectic and a little busy with. I was like house sitting and then I had about 24 hours at home and then I headed out to the desert and this hasn't really been a, um, well, it definitely felt like a mini vacation, but, uh, we're, Tara and I are actually working while we're here. So we're doing work in the day. Uh, one of the days we went to a hotel and like laid by the, the pool there because they had Wi Fi, and we did our work, which I'm just having one of those moments where I'm very, very grateful to, be flexible and be able to work remotely for the people that I do. Um, because I don't think either of my bosses know that I'm out in the desert because it doesn't matter. I'm getting my work done and I'm getting to lay in the sun and be with my girlfriends and it's pretty amazing. So it's been a really nice week. It's so, so warm out here, which is my heaven. I'm like literally soaking it in (laughs) and, um, but all that to say, I haven't had a ton of time to do extra things as well, uh, like record a podcast. And so it's been on my list. I've really wanted to get it in this week. So I'm making time for it by waking up early. The girls aren't awake yet. I'm going to try to make this semi brief because um, today's podcast is a little bit more about just like a, a life hack and something that's been really, really helpful for me lately. So. Hopefully I can convey that briefly and it's something that's helpful for you too. And then I will be done before they even wake up. That is the goal. Okay. So, oh, well, first of all, okay. Speaking of getting up early, well, starting yesterday, yesterday was just such a nice day. It was like really relaxing, really warm. Um, and then I, my friend Lauren, who was on the podcast talking about signs from the universe, um, as you know, mine is a rainbow and yesterday I went out to the pool in the afternoon to like give myself a break. And right as I got to the pool, I looked up and there was a rainbow ring around the sun. So like I think that's the sign when there's like moisture in the air or whatever. But I totally noticed it. I smiled, I was like, Oh, that's a nice sign. Sometimes I don't attach a lot of meaning to it. I just think of it as something that's pretty to look at and I'm grateful that it's there and um, I just feel loved seeing it. And then no joke, a minute later, Lauren texted me and was like, okay, so and she sent me a picture of the, this rainbow mountain that she had seen on Instagram. And she's like, I, I saw this this morning. And she's like, I was going to send it to you, but then I didn't. And she's like, but I have literally been assaulted by rainbows all day today. And so I feel like I have to tell you. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I love that. That's amazing. And it's so weird because I, I just saw a rainbow too and just noticed it. So, I was like, thank you so much. And then, and we were both like, what does it mean? <laughs> so, last night, we, me and the girls, were going to dinner, and the desert at night when the sun goes down and it was still like 90 something degrees. So, it's so warm. I don't need a jacket. The sky in some parts is like pink. And then, which is my favorite, like when it gets that pinky, purpley color. And the moon was a full moon last night. It was such a beautiful crystal clear moon. And I looked, uh, well, I had Tara look it up to make sure tonight was the full or last night was the full moon. And she was like, yes. And you're going to die. She's like, it's called a, the pink moon, which doesn't mean that it's actually pink. It has to do with, um, it's a long story, but still very delighted by the fact that the full moon that night was called a pink moon. Cause I love pink. And then on the way to dinner, Which was to a restaurant called the Pink Cabana. I got a text from Lauren again being like, oh my gosh, seriously, rainbows all day long. And I just thought, I was like, well, maybe he's just meant to tell me that this is like a really special, magical day. And then we, yeah, we got to dinner and it was just the most like, amazing restaurant. I it had tears in my eyes at one point because I was just so happy. And so yesterday was just a really special, magical day and something that I'm not totally willing to share yet happened last night. That was also really special that I think is the reason why we saw the rainbows. Um, and then this morning, thanks to my new morning routine, which is what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> I was up pretty early and I went outside to see if there was a sunrise happening and over the mountain, the mountain was glowing pink. There was pink clouds in the sky. I'm going to post it on my story. And the full moon, the full pink moon was setting like behind that mountain. And it was one of the most ethereal, beautiful things I've ever seen. So I'm just kind of feeling a little glowy right now. (laughs) I'm just so grateful for how beautiful this earth is and just the magic that's like embedded in such little parts and how other people can be a part of that. And like, I was just so thankful that Lauren like went out of her way to share that with me about the rainbows. And so I'm feeling very surrounded and loved right now. So with that, um, today I wanted to talk about how I've adopted a new morning routine. And I know that's like, so, I don't know what the right word is, but like ubiquitous or expected or like obvious, (laughs) um, not obvious, but like, um, just typical that I feel like a lot of people love to talk about their morning routines and you hear that all the time. And I'm one who's like always wanted kind of more of a morning routine. And now at like almost 34, I feel like I finally adopted one and then found tools to help make that possible in a way that has proven to be repeatable. And so I'm like noticing that I've been doing it for about two weeks now, which I know is not that long. So I get that that um may not feel very convincing to some people but I still just have learned things through it that have been really helpful and I feel like I want to share that because some of the specifics from it I think are things that other people could use of course everyone's routine is going to look different to them but I just wanted to share what's helpful for me specifically a feature on technology or via technology that I think is what's made it possible and has made it so extra wonderful so with that how this started was a couple weeks ago. I was just feeling; I was feeling super annoyed with how much time I was spending on Instagram. I was really aware of um, just yeah the amount of time it was sucking from me. And if you utilize the screen time feature at all on your iPhone, it is pretty alarming when you see how much time you spend on certain apps. And I've known that for a while about Instagram, and so I. I'd set a limit. Like I I have a limit set on Instagram and Facebook, which Facebook's not a big draw for me, but I have 15 minutes set on my phone for Facebook. And then I have 45 minutes for Instagram. Okay. Let's just say that I never really make it under the 45 minutes. And it just takes up way more of my time than I want to admit. And I feel like yeah, I use it as a tool for distraction. Like when I don't want to do something, I'll just grab my phone. It's out of habit. I scroll. Some of it is like, I communicate with people through that. So some of my close girlfriends have like group threads on there or just DMS with people that I like, it's almost like texting. So that is part of it. And um, when I share like my own content or stories, like sometimes that takes a while to, to edit or put those on. So it is, I do see how it's easy to get to a higher number really quickly on that app, but I also know that I do a lot of like mindless scrolling and watching other people's stories. Um, and so I'll get a little bit into like tech apps a little bit later, but yeah, it was basically just like I, I needed a break. Every now and then I'm like, I need a break. I need to take a step back. And so I decided to take a week off of Instagram, which every time I take time off, it is just like the most glorious feeling. <laughs> Oh, And so, and it always does make me reevaluate. Like, I know I'm not going to give up Instagram. I I love it for certain purposes. I love staying in touch with friends and family that are not nearby me and using it as a way to share valuable content, hopefully, to other people. But, and I, you know, want it to share things about my podcast and blog and all of that. Um, But of course you have to have healthy boundaries and I don't want it interfering with my life or causing more harm than good. So it's always kind of this quest of, finding that happy medium. And cause yeah, when I take time off, I have moments where I'm like, okay, maybe I should just delete it forever <laughs> because this is the best. And I'm so much less attached to my phone. I feel like I'm more present with people and in, in situations. Um, but yeah, anyways, with that, I, it just so happens. So I was like, I, had, um, decided to, stop it on a Sunday afternoon. And that night I was writing my, like writing out my planner for the week of, of what things were coming up and what I needed to get done and all of that. And I decided to write out what my ideal morning would look like. I was like, uh, you know, there's some habits that I'm wanting to start adopting um, earlier in the morning. And so I was like, okay, you have to have a plan. You can't just like say you want to wake up at six o'clock and then not know what to do next. So Come up with what, like, how would you want to spend your morning? Like, what would be the most beneficial to you? And and then that way you have, like, a little bit of structure to, to what you're trying to accomplish. So I set the time, uh, so I wrote it all out in my planner. And basically what that looked like was getting up at 6 o'clock, if I could, and doing my, um, like, morning quiet time sort of, which I'll explain what that looks like to me. Um, so first of all, one idea, cause I had heard this recently somewhere else was to help me wake up. Um, besides like trying to chug as much water as possible, <laughs> um, spraying my face with like a rose, rose water spray type of a thing, um, feels so, so good. And especially now that it's getting a little bit warmer, so it's not like too cold or jarring for me, but I, yeah, get up, spray my face, uh, which helps to wake me up. Um, and then I also put on peppermint halo, which is basically just like peppermint essential oil, but it's a blend from sage wellness. And I put that on my temples and the back of my neck, which like helps to kind of like wake me up at you feel, you know, it just feels really cooling and tingly. So I love that. So those are two like physical things that help me get up I will say I am not super successful at getting up right at six o'clock. <laughs> That's tough for me, so I do stay in bed for a little bit. Um, a phrase, so I ha- I added this to my alarm on my phone, which is uh, the phrase "Flood yourself with love, light, water, and gratitude," and. What, what I do to trigger that honestly is just the word flood. Like when I, when I wake up the first word I try to think of is flood. And the reason for those different words is I, um, I want to be hydrated. So <laughs> this isn't in the right order, but um, I want to like just flood my body with water and, and drink as much as possible in the morning. And something I recently started doing, which I realized makes such a difference. So I have my corksicle like insulated water bottle. It's basically like, you know, Hydro Flask type of a thing, swell, whatever, and putting ice in it in at night. Like I always thought it was, and it might be not great for you to have ice water, but, um, or I thought it would be like too too jarring or something to have. <laughs> really really cold water first thing in the morning. But I realized how much better it tastes to have ice cold water first thing in the morning than just lukewarm water, which is what because we have this like filter in our house which is just a water jug so it's not refrigerated. So the water is good water, but it's very like tempered. Um and lately uh, I've been putting ice in my water and oh my gosh, it like makes me want to drink so much more of it in the morning. So that has that's one tip that has been really helpful. And so yeah, flooding my body with water. Um, Light is like, if possible, I try to get sunlight. So like I'll open the windows. I mean, at six in the morning, it's not really bright out yet, but like wanting to see if there's a really pretty sunrise that's happening, like just something that grounds me to like the outside or feeling like the natural light coming coming in. Um, I do also like plug in my my Christmas lights in my room, which gives the, the room like a really soft glow. Um, cause it is still kind of darkish then, or I light a candle or something like that. Like, so some sort of, some sort of light and while I'm still in bed, um, so the light one comes probably last as far as like practical, practical wise. Um, also I feel like my voice sounds very morningish right now. So <laughs> I hope it's not too like gravelly. Um, Okay. So the love and gratitude. So love is like, I just picture myself being filled up with love and being reminded that I'm like connected to the source of love. And, um, just cause that's such a beautiful way to start my day and that thought. And then I try to think of, um, like five things at least that I'm grateful for. So usually it's just like simple. It's like, I'm in a really comfy bed. Um, right now it's, I'm out in the desert. I love being with Tara and Katie. I you know, have water that I have access to. Um, I'm alive today. So I'm like, I have a purpose. Um, I have friends and family that love me. Um, I have things to look forward to, like just simple things, but to get my mind in the practice of just being always focusing on gratitude and realizing, yeah, just how much I have, I have and, um, to live out of a space of gratitude and abundance. And so I feel like that helps set the tone for my day. So that's kind of the the phrase um, that I try to think of first thing when I wake up, and then, so my morning time consists of so after I've like kind of woken myself up a little bit, which honestly it takes a bit for me to get out of bed. I'm trying to get uh, part of the problem is I am a night person, so it's harder for me to get to bed early, and I try for eight hours, but it's usually closer to seven, sometimes six. Um, and the truth is, luckily, I don't need need a lot of sleep. Like I. Pretty energized person normally, so once I'm up and moving through my day, I'm hardly tired. And um, but it's that waking up that is is really tough. So mentally, I just have to tell myself like, you're going to be fine. You just have to get up. But I very much love staying in my bed. So sometimes it takes a few minutes. And then once I'm up, I do um I guess like well, traditional Christian <laughs> I feel like people call it like devotions or like morning time to- or quiet time, and um basically yeah i just wanted to have a a spiritual practice where like the first thing i'm doing in the day is um is focusing my attention on god and um like reading from either the bible or a spiritual book or something that like brings me into higher consciousness and um makes me more aware of that presence in my life and then also spend time like praying and meditating so that is what i hope to do in that first hour of my day. So between six and seven. And so what that very specifically looks like for me is I, um, there's this devotion called Jesus calling, which if you're a Christian, you probably know it. It's pretty popular. Uh, My mom gave that to me seven years ago. I think the, the copy that I have now, actually, no, I think she gave it to me in 2009. So 10 years. Yeah. I think I've had it for 10 years and it's just daily, um, daily writings from this author Sarah Young and it feels very like channeled to me or inspired um, in the sense like it's it's Jesus speaking to you like to the reader and it's based off of verses in the Bible and then there are verses at the bottom to like you can read as follow-up but it is one of those books that Time and you know, I don't read it every single day, but over the last 10 years, like I have gone through this book many, many times because it's it gives a date for each, um, for each day. And it is it is pretty incredible how many times, like, the what is set written or said that day. And there's ve- a lot of like repeating themes. It's basically like, my piece is with you, like, I am with you, like, um, don't worry about things, like, um, be filled with joy, like, there's a, a lot of repeating. Themes and ideas, uh, not ideas, but just like messages. But it is really crazy how many times that that aligns with something that I like was either wrestling through or something that I absolutely needed to hear. And I I like that it's just easy because it's like it gives you a date. It's a quick little thing to read. And so yeah, that's something that I that's like usually the first thing I reach for. That's next to me in my uh, nightstand, and then. After that, I, I read something from like a book that's around maybe spirituality or something that's been really um, impactful for me lately. And so uh, recently, I just finished a book by Richard Rohr called Everything Belongs. And I really, really like him. I like the things that he has to say about faith. And um, so yeah, I'd read like, I don't know, five to 10 pages for my Kindle out of that book. Um, I'm also on a very, very big Eckhart Tolle kick right now. Um, kick is definitely the wrong word, but I, yeah, I'm just like consuming a lot of his, um, his content and, and his books and in audio form. And then in, uh, this super soul series that he did with Oprah around new earth. Like I, I have both the power of now and a new earth in audio and physical format because, um, I like to be able to listen when I like go on walks or I'm doing stuff, which I'll get to, but I also really like, I mean, his books are pretty like heady in some parts. And so I want to like dwell on each sentence and like really digest it and, um, underline things and take notes and all of that. Cause I really like interacting with my books. So yeah. Um, yeah, I might share more about that later, but it just has been really, really honestly life-changing for me some um his different books and hearing him him talk about just the ideas of consciousness and um yeah it's really fascinating so so that would be another book like I just finished uh, the everything belongs um and so yeah I might read like you know, a, few, a few pages out of start over from the power of now or, or actually I think I'm going to start a new earth so um so yeah doing that and then um, doing like a meditation after that. So trying to like sit in silence, um, and just receive or like visualize things for my day or, uh, visualize um, things for other people, whether it's like healing or asking for prayer around that. Um, and then just like kind of asking like what, um, like what's for me today, like what should I be focused on or what, um, are there any like messages that God has for me? And, uh, I do think that I would benefit a little bit from doing some guided meditations right now because it still is pretty hard for me to sit still and not have my mind wander too much. Um, so yeah, I think I want to be more intentional about, um, I've used headspace and I think those are, um, they're, it's really great. I've only, I haven't, gone too deep in it so maybe they have more of this but I kind of liked ones that are guided around like themes or topics um or like a guided visualization or something like that rather than just like the act of meditating um so yeah if you guys have suggestions let me know of ones that you like so yeah so that's kind of just like my what I call like my quiet time like that's my morning quiet time and then the thing that I wanted, um, to incorporate into my mornings was movement. Like I want to get up, I want to move and walking around the Island where I live is one of my absolute favorite things. Like it just, it, like brings inspiration for me. It, um, I love the beauty that surrounds me when I'm walking. Um, it's just like my happy, happy place, happy time. <laughs> and so, especially in the morning when the light, like everything's kind of calm, there's not that many people out. So it's like. If I had an ideal morning, it would look like starting every day with a walk. And so I, like, after my quiet time, get changed um, and go head out on a walk. And so then I'll usually listen at that time to, like, uh, a couple weeks ago, I was listening to the, the series of A New Earth from uh, Oprah and Eckhart, which was so, so good. So still kind of in that like spiritual contemplative mind space, <laughs> um, when I'm walking. So I'm not like quite moving on to like, I don't know, like business or like fun podcasts or things like that. Like I still kind of am in a space of wanting to listen to an audiobook or a podcast that's around, um, like spirituality and, um, and things about like my soul and my mind and and all of that. So um yeah, and I'll usually only walk for like 20 to 30 minutes. I just kind of do a half loop. If I have more time, um I'll do more. Like my ideal would be to walk for 45 minutes to an hour and do the full like both islands. Um but sometimes I have yeah, either got up too late or I need to get back or I know how long or if I need to take a shower like and wash my hair that takes longer. So I'll have to come back. Um, so yeah, I usually get back by like 7 30, 7 45, get ready for the day. Um, and then go down, make breakfast and, um, either like read some more, like from another book that I am that I'm reading at the moment. Um, it's really aligning, like just meaning like it makes, makes me really happy and gets me into alignment from like reading books that, um, right now, I'm just on such a personal growth kick that I'm not reading like fun novels. Uh, so there's this other book I'm reading called Wild Feminine, and it's just it feels like a textbook to me almost. Like it's but about things about my um, my body and feminine, like feminine energy. And so when I read it, I'm just like underlining so much and it just feels really fun. So sometimes I'll do that, like while I'm eating breakfast, um, or I, if I've, you know, been up and been like reading and doing stuff, like, um, I usually don't kind of go online or start really working until about nine in the morning. But, um, if I'm done, if I'm eating at like eight thirty and I'm done with other stuff, like sometimes I'll start checking in on emails just to get set up for the day and all of that. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of what I wanted my ideal morning to look like and what has been a cadence that I've really stuck with. And it's been really, really nice. And I just feel like I do see such a difference in my day when I get to start it this way. Like there's just this calming, um, centering effect from doing that and, um, the like being outside and moving and, um, and all of that, like just this space before, like from waking the night, but like from sleeping and then a space before I like have to jump into the day and like the demands that the day brings to create this like pocket of time for me feels um, like such a gift and so beneficial. And the reason, I mean, each each of those things provides so much value and this isn't the most beneficial part, but it's what I think makes all of this other stuff possible. And that is a feature on my iPhone that I hadn't, I've tried here and there. Um, I've used it more for like productivity during the days. Um, but I'm now like obsessed and I think, and I want to like keep it forever on my phone. Um, and this is kind of what sprung from the to use, not using Instagram for a while was in my mornings. I was like, okay, you're not going to, obviously you're not checking Instagram in the morning, but what is a way that you can, stay off your phone, like, and just not use your phone for a while in the morning first thing. But I do have, I do use it as an alarm clock. Um, and I've tried different things. Like there's been things, times where I would put my phone on airplane mode at night for like an hour, but I don't want to, or like leave it on through the night, but I'm like, I don't want to do that. That feels unsafe. Like you're literally not getting notifications. Um, the phone doesn't ring through like, um, and so I didn't like the thought of like being completely disconnected. And then I've also tried the bedtime feature, which just doesn't work for me because it doesn't, it like does gray out your um, notification or, you know, like it hides notifications and grays out apps. Like, um, well kind of, no, I think it just tells you it's like bedtime is approaching. I forget, but I just know that it didn't really work for me. And plus I wasn't going to bed or waking up at the same time every day. So enter the solution for me using the downtime feature on my phone so if you have an iphone and i didn't check to see if other phones um have a similar feature but i would think so and i would hope so um but it has it is truly so helpful so when you go into settings and then you go into screen time it's in there so you can set up downtime and basically, you can customize it for every single day um, if you want it different. So I originally set it for every day. I set it for 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. Um, I shifted it a little bit so that Monday through Friday is 10 to 8, or Sunday through Thursday is 10 to 8, and then I bumped it up to 11 on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, I'm not really going out late much these days anyways, and there might be some times where I have to turn that off, but... Um, Basically what happens is at that time, it'll, tell you, it'll give you a heads up. It'll say like downtime you know, is coming in five minutes or whatever. And then I know that at 10 o'clock, all my apps are going to completely gray out, um, except for the ones that I you can choose to always allow certain apps. And so some, they just leave for you. So like the clock and um, the phone stays, which is, I think, good. I hardly get phone calls. And I, that I feel like is what I would need for emergencies. And then... I've allowed things like the podcast app, Spotify, um, audio books, um, the weather app. And I think there's, Oh, my Kindle app on there, but I have a separate Kindle. So, um, I don't really need it on my phone. Um, but very few and everything else, it like, it shuts off all notifications. Um, and, you can't get into any app. So basically if you want to open something, it says like ignore limit, remind me in 15 minutes or like ignore limit for the day. But the, just the reminder of like seeing on your phone too, it says like your phone is in downtime and will have limited use until 8, 8 a.m. So you just like, if you go to pick up your phone, you're like, oh yeah, like put the phone down. I don't need it. Um, or if you like have to use an app like the camera or something, like you can snooze it for 15 minutes and then you know put it away again. And so what I love about it is like at 10 o'clock, I know, um, and I know that's kind of late for some people. I tried bumping it up to nine thirty, but it honestly was, I don't, I'm still using my phone then. So it's, it's too tough to shut, shut it down. then. <laughs> and I usually go to bed at like 11, 1130. So that gives me a good amount of time before bed to like, just be off my phone, um, to put it away. And then in the morning, so with waking up at six, but you know, maybe probably realistically a little bit closer to 6:30. It's giving me, you know, an hour and a half where I am not using my phone. Like I will turn it on to, or, or I'll like pick it up to start a podcast or listen to music while I'm getting ready or something. But I'm not like no notifications have shown up on my phone. Um, and it is just like this blissful detachment from the world <laughs> where I don't, I haven't seen my emails. I haven't seen calendar reminders. Um, Slack messages, Instagram, which I have Instagram, um, all notifications turned off now anyways, um, which has been super helpful, but yeah, it just, and I find myself like as eight o'clock approaches, I'm like, no, I don't want, I don't want to be back and like see all the things that are waiting for me and, and all of that. And, um, yeah, but it's just as it's just really helpful because I have in the past mentally tried to be like, don't pick up your phone. Like you, know, like, you know, grab your book first or like, don't reach for Instagram or whatever. But there's something about like when your phone is a- actually like the apps can't be used. It's way more effective than just like mentally telling yourself you're not going to do it. So I would highly recommend this feature. I've told a couple friends and they've said like, it's been really cool, really helpful for them too. And so, um, yeah, I think I, I want to end with this of, um, to like the technology side of things. Like one thought that's been helpful for me is our phones don't control, like not letting my phone control me. Like I want to be the one that's in control of my phone and technology actually gives us some really easy ways to do that. I think like when I think of the difference, it's like your phone is always literally like barking at you for your attention. So it's, it's sending you notifications. It's buzzing at you. Like it wants to pull you to your phone, but you don't have to respond to any of that. Like you have, you get to make the decision as to like the times you go on your phone, the times you check certain things. And thankfully Apple has come out with certain features that allow you to, you know, give set limits on certain apps or turn off notifications. Like I try to have notifications off for all things, except for like things that would need my immediate attention. So like a text message. Um, I don't have emails on there, except it's funny. Now I just recently got the Gmail app. Um, and I did turn on notifications for my work. The reason being I don't get bombarded with emails too much. Um, but because I'm, I'm not full time for them. Like I'm not sitting in front of a computer all day. So sometimes it's, it's actually was more, I felt more tethered to my computer when I was like kind of just checking in on inboxes and checking to see if certain emails had come. And this allows me to like disconnect from my computer and know that like if an email comes in, I'll see it on my phone just for my work accounts. I don't have my personal emails notified at all. And I can like scan it quickly to be like, oh, that's, you know, I need to go respond to that or I need to take action or whatnot. So in a way that actually has been helpful, Um, seems kind of counterintuitive. But to me, that was helpful to to add that, um, notification to my phone. Um, but besides that, like with Instagram, like I can choose, like I might be having getting direct messages and people might be responding to things that I need to respond to. But if I don't want to like be derailed from the task that I'm doing, I can now choose, like, I'm only going to go in every couple hours and then, you know, I'll give myself five to 10 minutes to scroll, to, respond to some messages, to look at stories, whatever. Um, and just like taking back that control for myself. Um, and, um, yeah, some other things are like, I don't, that's really nice is that my phone automatically goes to do not disturb when I'm, um, connected to Bluetooth, like in the, in the car. And so, um, that helps me stay off my phone too. Sometimes it's hard cause you you know, you need to use apps or like get in and change the song or (laughs) start a podcast or whatever, but I try to keep it on as long as possible so that I'm not distracted, um, to go on my phone. Um, even if it's at a light or something, like I just want to be present with driving and not be on my phone. And so I just try to always think about that. Um, as far as like, I'm not at the mercy of my phone. Like that is, it's a tool and it can be used to better my life. Um, but the moment that it starts to like take over and take me away from things that are more important, I need to figure out how to put boundaries around that. And it's a journey and I'm not there, but I'm working on it. And, um, I think I'm hopeful that people, we will start to wake up in some ways of like how addicted and how, I I mean, I know we are like very aware of this um, as a culture, but um, I really am hoping to see the pendulum swing to another side of like feeling wanting to be disconnected from our phones and technology and like not automatically giving it to kids and, and all of those things. And so um, yeah, if any of these tips help, then hopefully, um, that's a start. (laughs) And I would love to know other ways that you guys like set boundaries around, um, technology or things that might distract you from the present moment. And, um, yeah, but I just am, um, a really big fan of the downtime feature. And I think that it has made such a difference in, um, helping to create this like calm, um, peaceful start to my day and not being sucked into like what's being asked of me, like what's happening in the world. Like even, um, back to like having control over our phone for instance, with Instagram, for instance, I am pretty intentional about who I follow and the, the stuff that I, the content that I engage with. And by that, I mean, um, I go through and delete or unfollow people pretty regularly. And like, brands and stuff where I'm like, I don't need to be notified every time that they have new clothes or whatever, like, or anytime I'm feeling like negative towards, um, an account or a person or something, I'm like, okay, it's probably best for me to just remove that. Um, and I choose to follow people that are inspiring to me, um, or people that motivate me or have like valuable stuff that will like affect my life. I also mute a lot of people's stories and it's like no offense to people. Um, I just don't, I know that I'll keep getting sucked in and I'll keep like just scrolling through my stories like, since they automatically go to the next one. And so I really, um, I try to mute as many people as possible. I would love to get it down to like a, you know, like the MySpace top 10 or t- top 15, whatever it was, where it's just like my close friends and family. Um, because I really do enjoy seeing what those people are posting, but, um, I think other times I can get pretty sucked into other people's stories. So, um, yeah, um, uh, I kind of forget how I got back to there, but basically just being intentional. Um, I think like the word that keeps coming up for how I engage with social media or with my phone is like mind, uh, mindful interaction. So being mindful and conscious of the fact of, um, like, it's okay to it, like, Instagram's not bad. Like our phones aren't bad, but am I using it as a tool? Like if I go to pick it up, is it, do I have a reason? Do I have a purpose? Am I like, um, present in that and uh, engaging with it in a way that's beneficial to me? Or am I just mind mindlessly like numbing out or scrolling or distracting myself? Um, and so wanting to get really aware of like the different ways in which I'm using it and choosing mindful consumption over mindless consumption. Um, okay. I, I think that's it. still even longer than I thought this was going to go, but I don't hear anybody awake yet. And so I, yeah, I did it. (laughs) I'm going to try to edit this real quick and get it up. Um, and yeah, and somewhat stay in integrity with posting once a week on Thursdays, a day late this week please forgive me. I've been too busy enjoying this glorious desert. So I hope you have a beautiful and wonderful Friday wherever you are. Happy Good Friday and Easter weekend if you celebrate. Um, and also happy Passover. I just, um, checked and saw that that starts today as well. So, um, yeah, it's a holy sacred week indeed. So I hope you just take time for yourself and, um, are present and, um, peaceful and allow yourself to just soak in the, the sacredness and the the majesty is the word that's coming to me, um, of this life. And, um, I'm so grateful you guys are here and thank you to everyone who listens and shares um, this podcast. i We'll have some show notes from today over at highfriend.co. Um and as always, feel free to tag me if you guys are listening to this and enjoying the episodes uh, over at glittering grace on Instagram. Okay, thanks so much for being here, friends. Love you guys and have a beautiful and magical rest of your day. Bye.